Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Big Blue Insider is on. News Radio 630 WLAP and the iHeartRadio app. To interact with the show, call us at 859-280-2287. That's 859-280-CATS. Or you can tweet us at BigBlueInsider1. Now, here's Dick Gabriel. Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. Dick Gabriel with you on a gorgeous Tuesday evening. We can only hope that Saturday will be like this. I believe we earned it. Especially you, Dick. I mean, <laughs> my gosh. I'm just about dried out <laughs> from uh, from that game. John Clay joined us from the Herald Leader in Kentucky.com, and he dodged some raindrops down in Athens. How are you, sir? I'm good, Dick. I didn't. I wasn't down in the rain though, like you were. Well, you know, so I was. I was in the press box, so <laughs> it was a little chilly. But at least we had an overhang. When you're as devoted to show business as I am, you know, you just kind of power through. No, uh, based on I based, can't match your devotion. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just deal. What are you going to do? Um, but just speaking of the rain, though, John, there's been some debate there was before and after the game. But how much of a factor? Uh, clearly, it was. Uh, but how much of a factor was it, and do you think it favored Kentucky at all? The weather. Well, I mean, I think it was obviously it was obviously a factor. I mean, uh, right. what, I guess fifty-two yards passing between the two teams. Yep. Uh, I think Georgia attempted one pass in the second half, so you know, I think it was obviously a factor. I was talking with uh, after practice today, <clears throat> talking with Darren Hinshaw, UK's quarterbacks coach, and uh, and we were talking about you know the weather conditions and so forth. And I said to him, I said, you know, was it the type of game? Because he was talking about that, you know, they had a couple of chances to score and they didn't score. And I said, was this the type of game where if you could score first, you'd really put the pressure on the other team because you wouldn't have to throw. And the other, you would force the other team to throw. And he said, yeah, that's right. Because Georgia only, they didn't have to throw in the second half because they got the lead Mm -hmm. on those two short fields. And so therefore they, you know, and the way Swift was running the ball, they didn't have to throw. Where Kentucky was trying to, found themselves in a position where they're trying to come from behind so they did have to throw and you got a wide receiver playing quarterback and a slippery ball and all that stuff that you know is harder so yeah i think it definitely i think whether it helped one team or another you know they always say weather is the great equalizer but in a game like that you think about you know who has the stronger running game yep and it's hard to argue with georgia and, and swift and the the you know how good he is and that Georgia offensive line. Yeah, and with, yet with the exception of a couple plays, I was impressed with how Kentucky handled uh, DeAndre Swift. And and just to back oh, yeah. up to, to back up to your point about scoring first in the conversation you had with Henshaw, what did it look like to you upstairs uh, when Kentucky came out? And if people still wonder why you defer, uh, you know, some people like it. Some, Rich Brooks always deferred. Uh, I became a devotee of that once I, I followed – I started following Brooks's teams because how many times did it help his team, and it certainly helped Kentucky, to start the second half of the football. And, buddy, they came out and just zipped the ball down the field, didn't they? How did that look upstairs? Because it seemed like tempo was really helping Kentucky. Yeah, no, it did. No, I think they made the right – yeah, tempo helped. Uh, you know, they just weren't able to cash in. And then yeah. the first half, I, you know, the fact that they did defer – Stop Georgia. I mean, they had Georgia pinned back all night. I think the first half. I mean, I think Georgia six possessions, six possessions in the first half all started at either the twenty or inside the twenty. That's right. But then, you know, unfortunately, Max Duffy has been great all year. Who was great for his first half Saturday? He just yanked one fifteen yard punt that Georgia's got a short field. They score, then Bowden fumbles. Next thing you know, you're down fourteen to nothing, and that's mm-hmm. kind of being like down twenty eight to nothing or whatever <laughs> in those conditions. So. Uh, yeah, Tempo helped them, you know, and they did move the ball some. I thought, you know, obviously the penalties that they got, the penalties, yeah. low, the, the, uh, I tell you, one it kind of overlooked in the first half there when they had the, uh, they had the ball at the fourth and two at yep. the 38 and, 
got the false start, oh, turned it yeah. into a fourth and seven. They had to punt, end up another false start, fourth and 12. Yeah. I mean, I think that really hurt. And that goes back to if they could have just scored first, that would have put the pressure on Georgia. Well, I forgot about those, yeah, because the holding – and by the way, people I know who saw the – I never have seen the replay on the holding call. They tell me it was uh, questionable at best. But, uh, yeah, that was tough. Well, that's another thing. We were, another thing. we were talking with Drake Jackson today. We were talking with Drake, and somebody brought up the holding call. And Drake said that he thinks, and, of course, he said he's biased, he knows. He said but he thinks that Logan gets more attention because Logan is such a physical player. Mm. And when he makes a good block, he has a tendency to dominate the guy that he's blocking. And he thinks that those guys get more attention because huh. they think that, well, they must be something doing something illegal or they must be holding. Now, Drake said, first of all, the, the officials have a really tough job. He's not criticizing the officials, and he's not saying that he doesn't. He said you can debate whether Logan held on that particular play or not, but he said he believes that Logan gets more attention than some other lineman just because of the way he plays the game. That's a really good point, and I could tell you real quick, watching on TV, I didn't go to Athens this week. Uh, it wasn't holding, but <laughs> uh, anyways, John, though, I want to, on a positive note, something I was really impressed with was the um, open field tackling. I feel like that's something this team has really improved on from week one to now. Is that something you saw as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I thought uh, really, you know, I thought in the Mississippi State game, I thought they had trouble tackling early on. Uh, so I think they've improved the season's going on. I think they've improved a lot just from the Mississippi State game. I think the defense overall has really improved. Yeah. I mean, when you mm -hmm. go back to, I mean, the big question going into the season, losing all those guys off last year's team, you know, Josh Allen, Lonnie Johnson, Mike Edwards, those guys that got drafted, plus some other really good players, yeah, especially in the secondary. And then you get Devontae Robinson hurt before the season starts. How would they react? I think the defense has gotten better. As the year has gone on, uh, I think they're playing with a lot of confidence right now. Uh, after the game on Saturday, when we were talking with defensive coordinator Brad White, he said that he was – I asked him about the growth of the defense, and he said one of the things is when the players are over on the sidelines, he sees that look in their eyes yeah. that you want to see from kids at the top-level defense. And I asked Stoops about that on Monday, and Mark said he thought that came out of confidence, they, that they know the system now, they're getting some experience, they're starting to play with confidence and I think when you look at how young some of those guys are, like DeAndre Square, Chris Oach, you look at Yusuf Corker, the guys in the secondary, Boogie's really starting to come on and play better. You know, you, uh, yeah, I think if the defense plays like they played against Georgia, they got a chance, you know, in all five of these games left, if they can just get some offense going. And you'd have to be uh, optimistic about the future next year because all those guys are coming back next year. You'll appreciate this, John, being a guy of – you're not quite vintage age like me, but you got a few years on the beat. Uh, on the radio, when Boogie Watson made that play where he tackled both the blocker and the ball carrier, Jeff Pecoro <laughs> referred to Big Daddy Lipscomb. You remember that name. He was yeah, a guy famous for saying yeah. that, oh, you know, he would just prefer to tackle everybody in the backfield <laughs> and then sort it out, you know, like just get rid of players until he finds a guy with a ball. I thought it was the perfect <laughs> reference to that play. But that's what Boogie Watson did, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, and he's really starting to come on. I think they talked about it earlier. I guess it was two or three weeks ago. They had, uh, I think, I don't remember if it was um, Stoops or Brad White had kind of sit down with Boogie and about, you know, we need to, for you to play better. And he's really come on and played, you know, better since then. Yeah. Uh, they're a little banged up on the outside linebacker, as Mark said on Monday. We may see some guys that we haven't seen yet play on uh, Saturday, especially yeah. some of those freshmen, that they can play up to four games of redshirt. But, uh, you know, I've, I've really been impressed with Oates and Square, the way they play. You know, Cash Daniel got banged up in the first half. I played very little after that, and uh, I thought they played well. You know, I, I think overall the defense, you know, I think has really, uh, really mm -hmm. shown growth and experience as the year has gone on. Boogie Watson told me after the South Carolina game that, that you know, he said, I admit I hadn't been playing. Well, he played great against South Carolina, but he said, even my own mom and dad were getting on me about not playing well. He said, <laughs> when you hear it from mom and dad, you know that's right. a serious problem, but you got to give him credit for uh, uh, for playing well. John Clay joining us. A couple minutes left with John from the Herald Leader. Let me shift you over to basketball quickly. You, uh, you, you've been on the road, and uh, obviously uh, you weren't there for the blue-white game, but uh, we've been talking all night about this this – collection this mix of personalities for this Kentucky basketball team and of course the the, the broadest personality is the guy who's the head coach 
But th- <laughs> this could be just a really, really interesting season when it comes to how this team kind of melds together. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's a very good point. Uh, you know, really the only time that I've been around them to this point as they've been gone, it was on media day where I got a chance to talk to, you know, I think I went around and talked to every player at least for a couple of minutes. There was part of the scrum that talked to every player. for Obviously, you know, and you've got Hagens from last year, and then you bring in the new guy uh, with this personality manual quickly, and then you bring in the uh, the new guys. Uh, you know, obviously Maxie has, is full of personality. You could see that. He's going to be fun to watch. you got Nate, uh, Nate Sestina, the grad transfer. He's got, you know, I think he's an uh, outgoing guy. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting, yeah, how all that fits together. I think that's probably good. I think you want that, uh, uh, you know, how they'll mold, mold together. And that's one of the things I've said, you know, about since Cal Perry got here. One of the things to me, the most impressive thing about uh, what John has done here is that he get, takes these guys with these big reputations who come in, and he does get them to play together. Yep. Uh, I can very few times over the – Ten years that John's been here, if you thought about it, well, this guy looks like he's playing selfish, or this mm-hmm. guy's putting himself ahead of the team. Um, more often than not, way more often than not, they do meld together and play together. And uh, I think that's definitely a testament to John. But it's also a, des- a testament to the type of kids he brings in here, and the fact that they do kind of sacrifice some of their own for the betterment of the team. Fully agree with you on all counts, and uh, that's why it's, it's kind of just fun to watch these kids grow up before our very eyes before i let you go i, I hate to pick it at, at a wound but uh your, your your browns were were slated for the super bowl by a lot of people uh, i don't know that they're going to make it but <laughs> you know but what i will tell you this when my packers signed reggie white everybody put him in the super bowl that year everybody right. did except me because i thought no it, it, there's you know it's just it's not time, and they're not ready. And I felt the same way about the Browns, just because they threw threw together would look like a great fantasy team, you know. Right. I, that that takes time. I mean, you know, what what's it been like for you to watch this this uh, <laughs> this team evolve? Uh, it's funny because um, uh, my former sports editor, and you know him well, Gene Abel, yep. is also a Browns fan. And we oh. uh, now that Gene is retired, we text back and forth about the Browns and our misery loves company with the Browns. <laughs> uh, so I think fear going into this season was the offensive line. You still, I don't care if you have 10 uh, uh, OBJs or you had 10 Baker Mayfields and all his uh, yep. progressive commercials or yep. whatever those are, you still need an <laughs> offensive and defensive line, and they don't have a very good offensive no. line. I mean, you look at New England last night, what they did to the Jets, and you know, love him or hate him, and I'm not crazy about him, but he's just an unbelievable coach as Belichick, what yep. he did to Adam Case on those – on those timeouts, the, no, I the know. loophole to use use the time <laughs> thing, but they don't have you know they uh, Tom Brady is their one star, and then they change pieces. It seems like every yeah. year, every other year, and yeah. they keep on winning. So I think, but the Patriots always have good offensive and defensive lines, and I think that's the key. And I think that's what you need. But your Packers with your yeah. Matt Lafleur, yeah. uh, Matt Lafleur is that your people yeah. calling? <laughs> he may be coach of the year. Maybe, and, and for an offense that Aaron Rodgers allegedly didn't like, he turned in his first perfect day. <laughs> so I'll take that. But uh, yeah, that's a discussion for I another day. I like that quote where Roger said he didn't understand how that was put together, but it sounded pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so, the rating John, system. Oh, Roger. John Clay, the Herald Leader, Kentucky dot com. Follow him on Twitter if you don't already. At John Clay. Four IV, very classy Roman numeral, John Clay. Thank you, sir. We'll see you down the road. Okay, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, and you know what's interesting is one of the podcasts I listened to. They were breaking down that Packers Raiders game, and and they were saying, you know, the Raiders screwed up at the end of the first half. Should have been a much closer game. Mm-hmm. You know, you got. I mean, Gruden. It's not doing a terrible job. You know. I was going to say he's doing a great job. They were yeah. if the season had ended before that Packers game, they'd be in the playoffs. Yeah, they're yeah. three and three right in it for the Raiders. So he's doing a pretty dang good well, job. And John's Packers. John's Browns had Bill Belichick for about twenty minutes. That's right. Your Bucks had Raider, right? Gruden. I mean, a Gruden. They won a Super Bowl with him. I know. That's right. And and the next thing you know, he's gone. So who knows? I mean, it's. It's all a crapshoot in the NFL anyway. Yeah, they Except fired him after a 7-9 and nine season. How many years after the Super Bowl was that? Uh, I think it was 08 it or 09. It so. was the year Eli Manning won his first Super Bowl. That right, but like, how many years after they won the, the so Bucs won the Super Bowl? Super Bowl was in Five years after? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, yeah. So he got fired after the Aaron, season. Aaron marks his life by Super Bowl wins <laughs> for the Giants, so he would know. Just waiting to get back there. Got to fire Shermer first. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting it all done here on the Big Blue Insider. Back in a minute, 630 WLAP. Map- mapping out the day's story. Turkey goes in the series. The ceasefire. Elijah Cummings. China. Mr. Giuliani. Impeachment. Hunter Biden. Ukraine. Navigate your world. The things that are happening today, right, right now. now. With News Radio 630, WLAP. I had no idea buying a big screen meant everybody comes to my house for game night. And what do they bring? Chips. If it weren't for Boone's Butcher Shop, I'd be broke trying to feed them all. All right, let's see. Should I go for the pick five or get a meat bundle? Maybe one of Boone's freezer baskets so many options i'm going for the cookout special bundle now over to the deli for some cheese grab some marinade i love boone's butcher shop they've got it all boone's butcher shop top quality meats for less 100 old bloomfield pike bardstown online at boonesbutchershop.com your late news should be new crazy concept right thankfully wkyt is putting the new back in late news WKYT News at 11 is always fresh with newer stories and more updates. So there's less repetition, which means no wasted time. I watch Sam and Amber for my news and Chris Bailey for a forecast that lets me know what to expect for tomorrow. WKYT News at 11. Newer, fresher, worth staying up for. When is the last time you took a good look at your house? Actually walked all the way around and looked at the exterior. Mold, dust, weather can drastically change the way your home looks and cause damage. Hydrosphere Services is the first and only call you need to make. Hydrosphere Services are the experts in pressure and power washing, plus they are certified, insured, and trained to give you the best-in-class cleaning services. If you are a home or a business owner, make the call now to Hydrosphere Services, 219-2200. That's 219-2200, or visit hydrospheresservices.com. Hi, this is Dick Gabriel telling you that New Life is now a proud member of Disaster Cleanup International, North America. America's largest disaster restoration contracting organization. New Life DKI are experts for providing water, fire, smoke, and mold cleanup. 24-7 emergency response to your home or business. So when disaster strikes, call New Life DKI at 859-263-2625, 859-263-2625, or visit newlifedki.com and tell your insurance provider you prefer New Life DKI. Hi, I'm Sarah with Wildcat Shower Doors and Glass. We are a family-owned and operated business right here in Central Kentucky. If you are renovating your bathroom or building a new home, you owe it to yourself to find us on Facebook and see our work for yourself. Our shower glass enclosures are measured and cut for a custom-built, beautiful fit. We have over 20 years of installation experience. Plus, ask us about our glass partition and cabinet glass. Wildcat Shower Doors and Glass. Call us today, 859-881-9996. No trick. All treats coming this weekend. Open the free iHeartRadio app for the all-access free preview weekend. Unlimited music, all free. Just open the iHeartRadio app, search and play any song or album instantly. Find thousands of playlists for any mood and activity, or create your own. Even replay and download songs you just heard on your favorite radio station. It's like getting full-size candy bars when you're trick-or-treating. The iHeartRadio all-access free preview weekend, starting Friday. iHeartRadio. This is the home of the Wildcats, 630 WLAP. Our thanks again to John Clay for joining us. You know, he's right about the Browns and every time. And, and, and Tim Couch has long forgiven the Browns. Of course, he's one of their their broadcasters now, the preseason games. But um, when they when – they, and you all know the story, but when they signed Couch and were kind of coming back to life, they signed all these retreads as O-linemen. They thought that these guys had one or two good years left in them, and that would be enough to get them started to where they, after that they could start drafting the occasional O-lineman. Terrible, terrible idea. Didn't work. Got Tim Couch broken and bent and killed uh, and uh, shortened his career. No yeah. question about that. So they've got <laughs> this, this iteration of the Browns as a history of screwing up. <laughs> with offensive linemen, clearly. You know, that Odell trade, and you know, looking at it now, they're losing that trade because Odell hasn't panned out the way they hoped. Um, Olivier Vernon, I haven't seen his stats, but for the Giants, Kevin Zeitler's been huge, and they drafted Dexter Lawrence with the 17th overall pick, and he's a guy who's probably in the top three, four for the defensive play- rookie of the year. So, And Jabril Peppers has been great. So. Yep. 
Uh, I'm enjoying the trade. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll bring up something you probably won't enjoy. Well, first of all, uh, according to Twitter on this day, and, you know, just it was brought up by Twitter, on this was the day in history that uh, uh, Austin McGinnis kicked a game winner against Mississippi State. Yeah. That was one of the big moments, really, in U.K. history. And, of course, a few weeks later, kicked a game winner against Louisville. That's right. Uh, which was, it was such a fun season. Also on this date, Johnny Bench hit three World Series homers in uh, one off Vita Blue at Riverfront mm. Stadium, Oakland A's. They lose that series, but hit two homers against the Yankees off Ed Figueroa and Dick Tidrow in 76. It's funny. Sorry, Aaron. <laughs> I wasn't around yet. My dad, who was You're still responsible, still responsible. My dad was nine years old. We were actually just talking about that World Series because we were, yeah. you know, anticipating another one, but it didn't happen. Ed Figueroa, yeah. tri- trivia answer. Name a pitcher who's got. All five vowels in his last name, <laughs> A E I O N U. Wow, how about that? Is that that's minutia? That's not just trivia. No, that's that is nuts. <laughs> great but useless knowledge. All right, that's you right. got some. You got a couple sound bites. Yeah, both from uh, Drake Jackson, who spoke today. Obviously, um, I, I didn't even hear him talk about Logan Stenberg in depth like John Clay did. So really, I'm glad he brought that up. But he did talk about um, his t- first of all his takeaways from the Georgia game. We did a lot of good things, and I think the reason why we didn't put up points. Uh, is because of the weather and it was so difficult to throw the ball um, and and there was a lot of good from that game and there was a lot of bad from that game I mean, you know when we went back and watched the film as an offensive line we thought we played really well uh, we got after Georgia a little bit um, we went in there with the mentality that we could win that game and that's something coach Stoops uh, talked about to the team was we had that confidence and it showed and you know, even though it was a sloppy game for both both teams on offense I think it was a physical physical one and you know we got after it a little bit and that was good to see you know we didn't go into you know an opponent stadium and you know crappy weather and, and lay down we went out there fighting so- I'm sorry about the wind by the way it was wow. whipping at practice my goodness but felt about 10 degrees cooler there but anyways um yeah, I mean, they played a really – the first half it was 0-0, and they definitely – I mean, they obviously didn't score, and, you know, the weather, I don't. you can blame it to a big degree for sure. But, you know, they were really a confident group all day, which is good. They didn't come – they definitely didn't hang their heads on that loss. And with that said, they're obviously um, turning their attention to Missouri, and he really had a really in-depth breakdown on their defensive line. Well, they're a little bit different than last year. They play more uh, odd than they do even, uh, as opposed to last year. Um, I think Jordan Elliott is a really special player. I think he's a good player. He's athletic, big, strong, uses his hands really well. And um, they're, they're solid. Uh, missing their, they're missing their starting linebacker, which uh, I think they've been able to fill in pretty well. And um, it's going to be a challenge. You know, you look at last year, and they played us really well. So we're looking to come after them a little bit different this year, uh, come out there, be physical, and do our job and do it well. So. That's Drake Jackson, Kentucky center, and uh, yeah, odd front versus even. That's that is different. Yeah, so, absolutely, uh, and they can handle it. Yep, and he brought up Jordan Elliott. Just pulled up his stats: fifteen tackles this season, one sack, and two passes defended from his wow. nose tackle spot. So Interesting. Pretty good numbers there, and yeah, the the injury they've had, but they're they have a great defense. They really do. We'll take a break. As we go to break, you know, Ben Jordan, baseball pitcher, has joined the Wildcats basketball team. Last guy to play both sports for UK, early 90s, Junior Braddy did both and did both pretty well. We're back in a minute on 630 WLAP. Attention fleet owners. Your vehicles are a traveling advertisement for your business. Keeping them clean and presentable speaks volumes about your business. With winter on its way, protect your investment with Hydrosphere Services, the only call you need to make to keep your fleet looking top-notch. With Hydrosphere, you're getting the best-in-class power washing service with the best-in-class commercial-grade equipment. Visit HydrosphereServices.com and fill out our online service form or call 219-2200. That's 219-2200. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Doug. Where's the money, Karen? I'm sorry, the money? The money you saved by having Liberty Mutual customize your home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Oh, that money. I used it to add to my collection of clown paintings. (laughs) Take a look. Ah, I mean, ah, amazing. Wow. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. 
For over 30 years, Northside Family RV has been Kentucky's number one RV dealer. We stock over 300 new and used RVs. Come see America's top brands like Tiffin, Jayco, Keystone, Forest River, Grand Design, and Winnebago. Don't miss out on our model year closeout sale going on now. Come in now and save thousands. Located at the corner of North Broadway and New Circle Road in Lexington, call us at 859-299-8386 or visit online at northsiderv's.com. Go Cats! House Democrats conducting an impeachment inquiry into President Trump called testimony from a top diplomat shocking and damning. The top U.S. diplomat in Ukraine, Bill Taylor, is directly linking President Trump to the heart of the impeachment inquiry telling Congress Trump himself ordered a hold on foreign aid to Ukraine until that country's president publicly declared they would investigate the Bidens and debunked theories about the 2016 election. ABC News senior congressional correspondent Mary Bruce in a statement the White House says there was no quid pro quo and calls the testimony triple hearsay. The Pentagon says Defense Secretary Mark Esper has removed himself from decision making on a cloud computing contract potentially worth $10 billion citing his son's employment with one of the original contract bidders. Boeing says it's replacing the head of its commercial airplanes division as it struggles with the crisis in the wake of two fatal international crashes. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Temperatures are going to be cooling down into a bit of on the chilly side later on this evening into tonight. However, for the early evening hours, we'll keep those temperatures around the upper 50s, then later on cooling down into lower 50s. And then you see the trend further down in through the overnight hours. Gusty winds also going to be staying with us. We could see gusts upwards of 20 to 25 miles an hour continuing. I'm WKYT, meteorologist Adam Bernstein for News Radio 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24 7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP and iHeart Radio Station. PetSmart understands that sometimes your pet sounds like this when you want them to sound like this. We recommend giving them this. Delicious and nutritious American Canaday, two of the latest arrivals to PetSmart's selection of natural pet foods. Give your pets kibble, wet food, and treats from American Canaday. You want it? We got it. We're PetSmart. Save up to $2 on Merrick and Canada dry food, in-store only, while supplies last. See store for details. We all know the importance of nutrition and diet for a healthy lifestyle. We also know that dairy foods deliver great nutrition and value. That's reason enough why Kentucky families choose Prairie-owned Prairie Farms dairy products, like our two complete lines of delightful, creamy Prairie Farms yogurt flavors, fat-free or low-fat, both fit neatly under 100 calories per serving. Farm-fresh quality from our family to yours. Farmer-owned Prairie Farms. It's Ryan Lemon, and as a realtor, I've seen a lot of stereo systems in homes, but nothing compares to the selection and quality available at Barney Miller's. Barney Miller's has stereo systems for indoors and outside, and fabulous floor-standing speakers to invisible ones. They even have outdoor speakers that look like landscaping. Barney Miller's has price ranges from basic systems to high performance. So stop in Barney Miller's on Main Street in Lexington and talk to their experienced professionals. They can help you hear me on the best speakers or simply enjoy music again. You're listening to Big Blue Insider with Dick Gabriel on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome back to the Big Blue Insider. Dick Gabriel, Aaron Gershon, Billy Rutledge. The gang is all here. We've talked baseball, football, basketball. So time to talk a little volleyball. That's right. Wildcats with a big match tomorrow night. At home, they take on LSU. Kentucky needs to run the table, quite frankly to win the SEC and to try to lock up uh, a slot at home in the NCAA tournament. If you can win the SEC championship, you've got a pretty good chance of doing that. And that's what happened with Kentucky last year. Stumbled out of the gates last year against a tough schedule, but finished undefeated in the league and therefore hosted in the NCAAs. Cats have lost the one match to Georgia. LSU is going to be tough, but they will be led by Leah Edmonds, senior outside hitter. And you probably know this by now. If not, you should know. She became the all-time kills leader for the Wildcats Sunday in a sweep of Alabama after starring at Dunbar, came to Kentucky. She's helped the Cats win back-to-back SEC titles. Now she is the all-time kills leader. We had a chance to chat with her this afternoon. Well, there is a new record to talk about. Yeah. What what does the record mean to you? Um, it just kind of like my whole four years coming around in a circle. Um, it was just like, it was really nice. 
just how the team embraced it and just knowing that like I wouldn't be here without them like literally like I'm the third person to get the ball so if somebody doesn't pass or set it I don't get a kill so it's just really nice knowing that like it's not only just a me award but a team award. When you got here and you were traveling a bit with your with your family but when you landed here did you ever foresee a college career like this? Not just this record, but back-to-back -back titles. No, not at all. When I landed here, I didn't even know like about Kentucky Volleyball. I knew nothing. All I knew is that I had to move again, and I was not happy. But it definitely turned out in my favor, and I really love that we got to come here because I think I came here for a reason. So how did things unfold before you when you started to learn about Kentucky Volleyball? Because you caught on in a pretty good time. Mm -hmm. Um, it was actually, give credit to Megan Skinner, was the one who told Craig, like, hey, like, I think you should look at her because, like, my dad came and talked to him, like, what's the good volleyball schools around here? Like, where should she go to high school and things like that? And, like, he heard that somebody was in town, but, like, you know, like, volleyball in Lexington, like, wasn't there where it is now. And so, like, he really didn't take it seriously, but his wife was, like, look at her, see what happens. And they sent Durst one of my practice, and now we're here. So if you guys had stayed where you were, where do you think you would have ended up going to school? Where your dad was working? No, I'd probably would have ended back on the West Coast. Oh, really? Probably at one of those, like one of our former schools. Because all the schools I was looking at were all like former schools that we had been at. So probably would have ended up at Arizona if I didn't come here. What has it meant to you to be a part of this program that has finally pushed through and become the top program in the league? I think it's just special seeing from like the freshman year to senior year how much progress we've made, not only in the SEC but nationally. is something that's really cool to me. And being able to be a part of us growing and getting better and better and being able to put the program in a place where now they can really soar and go wherever they want to is a really exciting thing for me. But now you all have the target on your back. What's that like? Um, I think just in general, it's just nice almost kind of like it gives you a push it kind of like you know that teams are going to give their best every single time they play you so that means that we have to give our best and that we can't let up or think a team's not going to give their hardest because of who they are what the record is let's go back to sunday and the moment when you got the kill and your teammates just rushed to you and just you you describe it and just tell us what happened when you got the kill it was cool because i went up to hit the ball and i was like i hope i get a kill on this one like i was just hoping like waiting because like just having one left was just kind of like the antsy feeling every time I touched the wall but after it happened I just turned around I instantly saw Gabby Curry and she just jumped on top of me which I knew would happen because that's her thing this year with me for some reason is to jump all over me but I loved it and it was just really nice since I got to the bench like my teammates were like kissing me all over the head which they know I hate so it was just it was a really cool moment for me and the coaches and all my teammates. She later said it's not that she's antisocial. She's just not a big, you know, a hugging kind. Some people are like that, you know, they just on the court. She said off the court, it's different. But she said, you know, a lot of people are real touchy feely on the court. She just not like that. And my, my reaction is whatever she wants, leave her alone because she's a great player. Uh, Craig Skinner talked to us as well about Leah and about what it's going to take for this team to uh, stay on top in the SEC. First of all, Tell me a little bit about Leah and, and what it's meant to you to watch her evolve and then to break this record. Well, it's, it's pretty impressive. I mean, you know, record since 1995, um, you know, it was a long time. And, and, you know, from day one, she started as a freshman. And um, you're seeing, you know, an athlete right now do things that very, very few people in the sport can do, um, not just the point scoring aspect of it, but uh, just her all-around game right now is at a level that uh, hasn't been before. What does she do? What sets her apart from other athletes? Well, just the the height above the net that she's able to attack the ball, the angles that she can create. She can go left, she can go right, she can hit off speed. Um, she has no fear as an attacker. I mean, sometimes the ball's set, you know, 30 feet in the air, kind of an out of out of system situation, and she still just bombs away and finds a court. And um, that's a really hard skill to master because of the timing element. And yet people serve at her and she passes well. Is she one of these do-everything kind of players? Right now she is, and, and she's putting the time in. You know, she's every day of practice this year so far after practice, she's uh, had, you know, Coach Kramer with her serving balls at her and making her, you know, work to get her passing game to the next level. And, uh, you know, I think you're really seeing the benefits of that right now on the court. And, um, you know, she's, she's playing a lot of confidence. Your program right now is basically at next-level status, back-to-back -back championships. Uh, obviously, she's been vital to that, hasn't she? Oh, I mean, I you know, can't tell you how many matches she's been able to you know, win for us with big kills at the right time or just taking the volume and, and attacking load that, um, again, you know, the other team knows she's going to have two blockers or three blockers or something, and she still finds a way to score. So when you have a, an outlet like that, it certainly makes everyone else's job a little bit easier.
You got us here to talk a little bit about the, the next match as well. And I know with the unexpected loss, they're all vital down the stretch, aren't they? I mean, you know, it's in our league, you know, the champion has always been, you know, undefeated or one loss or, you know, something close to that. So, yeah, they're all big. And, um, you know, playing against LSU, who may be the most athletic team in the league, uh, tomorrow night on home floor is going to be significant. So, you know, we definitely need to be ready. Do you think your team is responding to having that target on their back? You knew Georgia was good, but everybody guns for Kentucky yeah. now. Well, we've had a couple really good weeks of practice prior to Georgia. We didn't have a good couple days of practice, and it showed when we played, and, and not to take anything away from Georgia because they were really good, but our execution wasn't near what it has been against Tennessee and, and Alabama. So uh, if we practice with an intent focus, we're awfully good and um, you know, really trying to make sure that happens, and so far so good. Was that maybe a wake-up call against Georgia that it sort of riled the team back up now and gotten the focus back? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you define wake-up calls, but it's certainly uh, not a good feeling. You know, not a good feeling when you um, feel like you have a chance to win. And and you know, we, you know, to give our team credit, we got down 2-0 and we fought and we gave ourselves a chance at the end. So uh, to me, that was a sign of pretty good team that hey, we are down, but let's not throw in the towel and we battled and. Um, it certainly woke us up, and we've had good practice since then. How important is it with the upcoming road schedule that you've got to play well at home and make sure you get those victories under your belt? Yeah, it's, I mean, really important. We're not in an easy stretch here. We've had, you know, this is, uh, we'll be three out of four on the road here. Then we have two at home and then four, on, four in a row on the road. So, you know, really um, rallying, trying to get our, our fans here to see us play here at home and give us the, the best motivation possible to be successful is, is uh, going to be important. There is no SEC volleyball tournament, and I know it's one match at a time, but you're almost in sort of a postseason mode right now anyway, aren't you, because you want to win out and, and host again. Yeah, I, I think this is awesome for our team, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, we, we need to feel pressure. We need to feel what it's like when people are coming at us. We need to have good teams in the league. Uh, I think our league is in a much better place right now than a, a year or two ago, and we have great athletes in the league that you're seeing day in, day out, great coaches, so... Um, the situation we're in is, is a good learning experience and, and something that will definitely benefit us down the road. You got here at a time when everybody wanted to be Florida. It's like everybody wants to be Kentucky in basketball. Mm -hmm. And now you guys are on top of the hill and people want to be like Kentucky as well as the Floridas and other teams. But what's it been like for you to develop this program to this point? It means a lot, you know. I mean, it means a lot that people aspire to beat Kentucky, and you know, obviously, we're trying to do the same with other people, and we're trying to aspire to be teams in the in the country that have competed for a national championship, and we're trying to compete for an SEC championship and beyond. And um, but, you know, from where we were and 75 people in the stands, the first match I was here to now is significant, and um, we don't want to stop. I mean, I, I would love to see a line out the door waiting for tickets to see Kentucky volleyball and. Um, if that means people are coming at us, then so be it. Let's have let's have a great match. For the first 18 games, who are some of the players, the, the youngsters, I'd say, that have stepped up that you really like the potential? Yeah, you know, I don't think enough credit goes to people like uh, Kendall Paris, who's having a great year as a junior. She's Her numbers are way off the charts compared to where they were last year. I think Lauren Tharp is having another great year as a defensive specialist. I mean, we have two liberos on the floor with her and, and Gabby Curry patrolling the back row. and. Ali Stumler's numbers are significantly better than they were last year, and uh, you know we've needed that. We needed people to step up and and uh, you know fill roles when Leah sprained her ankle, and you know some other things happened. So um, you know the other nice thing is we ha we do have a lot of balance. Even though you see Leah and, and Ali getting a lot of kills, any given time anyone else can can get after it. And one kid that's really stepping up in practice right now is Ajani Teeler. Uh, she, in the month of October, she leads our team in kills and hitting percentage in practice, and she's gotten an opportunity to play now, and, um, you know, we'll see what that brings us. Craig Skinner, head coach of the Wildcats, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. It's on the SEC Network, Kentucky LSU, but if you haven't been, go. I'm telling you, I, I'm Mr. Volleyball, shameless plugs, not just because I do their matches on SEC+, Plus, but it, you'll love it, I'm telling you. It's great. I mean, it's good for television. But if you've never been, just go once. And you, if you like basketball, uh, you know, and that kind of action, this this can be even faster. A good match is even faster than a, than a great basketball game. Speaking of basketball, we were talking about the NBA when things got started. In fact, Billy, you brought up Rajon Rondo. How many years now do you think? Real quick, how many years for Rondo in the league? Oh God, um, 
14. 14 very good. 14. He is starting his 14th season. Now, he's missed a lot of time with injury, but still, you know, and, yeah. he, has, and he has a ring. I'm going to go buy a lotto ticket after that, yeah. <laughs> uh, the most experienced U.K. player in the league, and by the way, the only player from Kentucky not coached by Calipari because he's been here 10 years. Rondo coached at, at uh, Kentucky by Tubby. Wait, you're missing one. Jody Meeks. He's still in the league. Is he? He's getting he a make ring. A roster? He's on the ro- he's He on got the a ring. He's on the Raptors tonight. roster still. Did he make their roster? He's on it. He's hurt. Okay, because he's yeah. not listed here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still on. He's still signed there. Okay. I know he's still under contract. So, well, if he's under contract, then that yeah. counts. If yeah. he's being paid, yeah, he is being that paid. counts. Yeah. But uh, I've got the list from UK, and he is not on it. Oh, but that's uh, weird. I will count him. Yeah. And like I said, he got it. He got a ring. Yeah. And you wondered how much. How much do you feel a part of something? Like, I saw him celebrating with the team, you know, and he played about this much for the Raptors. But, buddy, when you're on a team that wins it, <laughs> uh, you know, that, that's your right to celebrate, especially all the injuries he's dealt with. But um, as Billy said earlier, do you root for a team anymore or do you just root for the guys in them? And if you're a Kentucky fan, of course, you got the Lakers uh, with multiple players, Oklahoma City. With multiple players, I tell you, a, a team that's got two Kentucky kids I enjoyed watching was Miami. Yeah, with with Bam and Tyler Hero. Yeah, he's been taking the world by storm this oh, preseason. Man. Oh, he's yeah. he's going to be so. I think he's going to be so good. An intriguing team is Charlotte. I mean, Mitch Kupchak comes out publicly and says, "You know, you're no longer a young guy learning." He's basically sending a message to Malik Monk, who hasn't started ever. I, that shocked me. Yeah, not He's, once. No, not in the regular season. Huh? According to the article I read, uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, who they love down there, and is a plus-minus machine, but you know doesn't post huge numbers. But if you're into the plus-minus thing, and I, that's one of the metrics I like, uh, he's big. And then, of course, like I said, the team loves him, the the community loves him, but they, they just got to win. And now they got PJ Washington. Yeah, how do you think he's gonna do? You think he'll just seamlessly transition, or is it going to be a learning curve for him? I think it's going to be a learning curve because he's not with a good team. Oof. They you might know? be the worst team in the NBA. Now, that may mean more minutes, but does that mean – I mean, you know, what do you think he's going to do? Uh, I mean, I think, it's, I think it'll be a little bit similar to De'Aaron Fox. I think he can make a real impact in this league despite being on a bad team because yeah. he is getting those minutes, yeah. and he's going to have more of an opportunity than a guy that, uh, that wouldn't. Different skill set. I think Fox's skill set allows him – you know, the way he handles and as fast as he is. And you know what? They're not a bad team anymore, Sacramento. They have some no. – they're not – they're – I mean, in they're – spite of their young. front office. Yeah, they're stuck <laughs> – they're stuck in the West, which is yeah. um, which is difficult, but yeah, that's not a bad team. They have some no. really nice young players. What about Oklahoma City? Mm. You got Diallo. You've got Nerlens Noel now. And you've got Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Although there's kind of a log jam on their perimeter – but that guy, SGA may be the guy who emerges on that team. Oh, yeah. and by the way, my cousin, Wenyon Gabriel, makes the roster. Yeah, I love to see that. I love <laughs> that, that he made the roster. And he flat out made it. It's not one of the two-way deals. You know, it's a, it's well, not that it's not legit, but it's one of the more solid contracts. So, uh, Two players in Denver, Vanderbilt and uh, Jamal Murray. And uh, Julius Randle and Kevin Knox it's with your beloved new, uh, Knicks. The Knicks. <laughs> uh, you know, wound there. You know, the first year I got like last year was I was all on board. You know, it's tank for Zion, all on board, and then they <laughs> switch it up and magically no Zion. So yep. And, what about uh, San Antonio's got two Wildcats? Yeah, Keldon and uh, Lyles, right? Trey Lyles. Trey Lyles signed there this offseason. You know, that, when when he came out. My, I have a, a friend who is the uh, married to the play-by-play guy for the Utah Jazz, and he's become friendly with us. He's, he's been a guest of the show more than once. And he told us, and this guy is, is absolute saturated with the NBA, as, as most play-by-play guys are who, who work the league. But he was looking at that Kentucky team that only lost the one game. And with all the, he knew they, were, they weren't going to get Carl Anthony Towns. So he was hoping that they would get one of the really good Kentucky players coming out. He was hoping against hope they get Trey Lyles. He said that he was perfect for what we do in Utah. And they did. 
it doesn't work out. Right. He's kind of bounced around a little bit since then. He's in Denver. kind of surprises me. He was in Denver for a while. And yeah. Well, now in San Antonio, that was I maybe that works. I mentioned earlier that they that um, Calipari has had a UK player on all thirty teams. Yeah. San Antonio was the team to break that with uh, uh, Keldon, drafting Keldon Johnson. They yeah. also had Lyle, so went from the team that they haven't taken many Wildcats to now they have two also. Yep. <laughs> By the way, keep in mind that Marcus Cousins, like Jody, yep, is technically a Laker. That's right. You know he's under contract, but you yeah. know will we see him this year? Probably not, but <laughs> yeah. A lot of guys are going to sit out hurt this year. Mm-hmm. That's the, the sub story of the NBA. We'll take a break, come back, and wrap things up on this edition of the Big Blue Insider here on 630 WLAP. 2020. 2020. The 2020 election means we need a moderate candidate to beat Donald Trump. Overcome his darkness with our light. I will let them have it like you've never heard before. The 2020 presidential elections. Here, News Radio 630 WLAP. Hurt, dial pound 529 on your cell. Pound law, that's all. Here's some facts. Illegal, bootleg, homemade, dirty, laced THC cartridges are killing people and wrecking lungs, not e-cig vapor. No evidence of electronic cigarette juice to date has been named, identified, or shown to have been the cause of any of these lung outbreak illnesses or deaths. It's all due to illegal street drug laced dope that's being vaped. Hello, news media and government officials. It's time for these experts to do their homework and get to the truth quick. Then do as many stories as they have lied about, but this time tell the dang truth. Ask your local media and politicians just one little question. Ask them if any of these illnesses have been caused by vaping nicotine products. And if they tell you yes, ask them to show you the proof. They do not have any proof, period. Some states want to punish Antax, the only product out there that has had serious, phenomenal stop smoking rates. We vape, we vote. We will not be pushed into non-existence from some dirty political scheme to kill vapor. Find the truth anytime at magicvaporshop.com. For over 30 years, Northside Family RV has been Kentucky's number one RV dealer. We stock over 300 new and used RVs. Come see America's top brands like Tiffin, Jayco, Keystone, Forest River, Grand Design, and Winnebago. Don't miss out on our model year closeout sale going on now. Come in now and save thousands. Located at the corner of North Broadway and New Circle Road in Lexington, call us at 859-299-8386 or visit online at northsiderv's.com. Go Cats! We all know the importance of nutrition and diet for a healthy lifestyle. We also know that dairy foods deliver great nutrition and value. That's reason enough why Kentucky families choose Prairie-owned Prairie Farms dairy products, like our two complete lines of delightful, creamy Prairie Farms yogurt flavors, fat-free or low-fat, both fit neatly under 100 calories per serving. Farm-fresh quality from our family to yours. Farmer-owned Prairie Farms. It's a great place to hang with the guys or the family. Shamrock Bar and Grill on Heartland Parkway with live team trivia Tuesday and Saturday night. NFL Sunday ticket and home of Lexington's best burger. Did we mention a great family atmosphere with Friday night dinner specials? Plus lunch daily with a $6 O-Round of the day, Monday through Friday. After any game, come on out to Shamrock's Bar and Grill, Heartland Parkway in the Kroger Shopping Center. Home of the Big Blue Insider Roundtable. Got bugs in your house? Call IPM. This is Matt Schaefer with IPM Pest and Termite. For over 20 years, IPM Pest and Termite has been servicing homes and businesses. Ants, spiders, crickets, termites, moles, and mosquito services. Mention this ad and receive a discount on your pest maintenance service. You can always find out more by going to myipm.com. Call us at 271-8852. This is the home of the Wildcats, 630 WLAP. Thanks again tonight to John Clay and John Lewis for joining us. We really hopscotched around the world of sports tonight, but we like it that way. Um, A few weeks ago, actually it's probably a few months ago, Curtis and I, you remember Curtis, we talked about Bob Lee, and I wrote a piece for our website about uh, my one interaction with Bob Lee and it, he was basically, he called us the night that we broke the story Rob Bromley did about Joe Hall retiring. And he actually called our, our sports office and identified himself. And I could tell by his voice it was Bob Lee. And he said, uh, so you're reporting, uh, blah, blah. We said, yeah, Joe Hall, you know. And he kind of paused. He goes, nah, it's not going to happen. And then he <laughs> went on the air and he kind of knocked our story. But I thought, eh, you know, uh, I'm still cool that Bob Lee called. 
Anyhow, one of the things I worried about was that when now that he is retired, he was such a champion of Outside the Lines, which is just a tremendous show yep. on ESPN. And it's a daily show. And my concern was, and I, I think I told Curtis or whoever, listen, you watch. That show is going to go away because there have been so many bad moves at ESPN. We were talking uh, before the show went on about how SportsCenter has just changed so much through the years. Um, and not for the good, always. No. Well, they announced today, at least uh, awful announcing on Twitter, uh, reporting ESPN will end Outside the Lines as a daily show in December. Now, the spin is they're going to put it on Saturday, but daily segments on SportsCenter and other shows. Now, one of their talking heads, they're, they're one of their VP talking heads, said they are, quote, expanding it, arguing that more people will see the segments. Well, that's what you're going to say. But, you know, if, if you if you're obviously you're, if you're a fan of Outside the Lines, that ain't a good thing. But I just figured that Bob Lee was such a champion of it and so great at that brand of sports journalism. And who else was left at ESPN who would go? And, and Bob Lee had enough juice to go to bat for that kind of show. What about like Jeremy Schaap? Would you put him in the host role for an outside the Absolutely. line? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but does Jeremy Shep, like I said, have that kind of sway, have that kind of juice? That Bob, I mean, Bob Lee, one of the original anchors yeah. at ESPN. You he's, know, he's just irreplaceable. He really is. Yeah, he really was. And uh, people kept saying, "No, I think he may come out of retirement." Well, if this doesn't bring him out, I don't know what will. But I doubt if it does. No. But if you were a fan of uh, of outside the lines, I mean. You know, and, and so a lot of people don't care. I mean, they just want to know the scores and highlights. But when something's going on, you know, and, and I do tip my cap to ESPN for being able to balance both sides of the hall. You've got contracts with leagues over here, and you've got guys who are investigating those teams in those leagues over there. Yep. Not easy to do. No. All right, well, uh, we thank Aaron for joining us. You heard from Billy tonight for the first time. You coming back tomorrow? I'll be here. All right, good deal. Because, you know, we're never sure. Thanks to all of you for your calls, your tweets, your comments. Tomorrow night, Chris Doring of the SEC Network. That's right. He caught the pass in the Florida game, 93, but he's a friend of the show. We have long forgiven him. We love talking football with him, so you're not going to want to miss that. For Billy and Aaron, Dick Gabriel, that's it. Good night from Lexington. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.